What's up? You tell me what's up. Nah, bro. You tell me what's up. No, no, no. I insist. <laughs> you tell me what's up. What's up is the world's been wondering where you've been at, man. Moving. Moving? It's a whole lot moving. of moving. Moving, moving, moving. Um, so, basically, uh, we are joining two households together right now. Um, and I'm out of breath. I was walking up the stairs. I'm too big to be getting rushed up to the, to the room to talk. But basically, uh, yeah. Um, doing some moving and, you know, since I don't have vacation time right now, I've been just, uh, doing it all after work. So, um, man, there is a lot, a lot of stuff that goes into moving. So, um, yeah, and it's just been, it's been wild. So, but I think at this point, um, you know, now it's just going to be a little bit more impactful. It's like stuff that you don't really need on a day-to-day. So, uh, I'm good now. Okay. That's good to, that's good to know, man. Oh, yeah. No, uh, I, I said it to you privately, but you, you could have called me if you needed a, some, you know, help and assistance with all the, to, the moving, the... Lighten the load, I guess. Well, I appreciate it. Um, Basically, the reason I didn't ask anybody for help is because I know when everybody else is moving, I don't have time to help anybody move. Like, I don't have time to help anybody usually, so I'm just going to just, you know, do the man thing and just be like, look, I got this on me. I got it. So, yeah. And it's also, the other thing is that it's a lot of, it's a lot of, um, you know, repetitive stuff, you know, bring a car load over this, find a home for it, put it somewhere. We already had, you know, enough people to help with the big stuff, so not, uh, not a big deal, like to where we're getting people over, it's just like a lot of small stuff. Mm. So, um, you know, not... And that's the thing, like, whatever we were moving, it wasn't worth bringing anybody over for, you know, X amount of time. Um, like I said, there was a lot of, you know, and, and the other thing is that the kids, the kids are doing their sports right now, too. Oh, yeah. So that's mixed in there, too. So there's a lot of time where we don't get to start moving stuff until 7 o'clock at night, um, you know. But, hey, it must be done. We got it done. We're good now. I'm back. I am returned, revitalized. Okay. Still kind of, still kind of tired, but revitalized. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Well, uh, I'm sure everybody's glad to have you back. Uh, I, I don't think they enjoy just listening to my voice all the time. Man, you got that. You got that chocolate voice. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, you just, you just talk, man. You just talk, and you know it's all—it's soothing. I, I, I try to get it done for us, man. I try to hold us down. 
I'm sure uh, I'm sure there'll come a time where I gotta disappear for a while and you'll do the same. You can never disappear ever again. <laughs> okay. Um, is there anything uh, from the last few weeks that you wanted to to touch on and, and give you a piece about or did you wanna just move forward? Man, um Last few weeks, like, I thought you, you did something about Kanye West and saying that he's, what do you say, he's trash? Garbage? He's super trash. Super trash. Now, I would like to just add a little something to that. While I agree that as of late he hasn't been my favorite, um, man, like, are you talking about his entire, like, his whole legacy or just lately? When I say Kanye is trash, I mean the sum total of uh, who he is as a person, including but not limited to his music and, you know, just his personality and antics. Alright, that's uh Hey, some people like, uh, you know, research cereal, some people like uh, Cheerios. I don't know. I'm just saying that I would agree, kind of. But see, the thing is that, like, I feel like so. First off, um, one of my all-time favorite albums is my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's a good album. It's a really good album. That is one of my favorite of all time. Um, I've listened to that so many times start to finish no repeat no skipping just start to finish and there are some there are some tracks that I'm like oh, man, I'm gonna push skip but I don't I listen to it to enjoy it to the fullest um and that's kind of that's kind of my my uh saving grace with him is that one album because like if like it's very rare that I'll find an album that I I personally think is a masterpiece. Mm. You know? And that's one of them. And I like all kinds of music. Um, you know, Kanye West, Deftones, uh, Bath Punk. Like, I like so many different kinds of music. And I'm not saying I like all music, because I don't. I like a lot of music. Yeah, just different styles. Yeah. And it's like, I, I honestly feel that I can find a great song on almost every album. You know, there, there's that one song that stands out and you can identify it. Uh, but the thing is, some albums are just trash and even the best song is still trash. That album, like that's, all the stuff that he does, like, it's kind of like when you got a friend that's just screwing up and you remember those good times you had, that's how I feel about him. Mm. To where, like, it doesn't excuse how he is lately. Now, I honestly think that what could take a person from the dark twisted fantasy to the way that he as of the last few years, you know? The guy's happy. He's got his family. He got Kim Kardashian. Like... He can do whatever he that's wants. A, that's, that's a the thing. terrible stat right there. That's no, not look, 
That's not a good thing, bro. I'm telling it may you. Not be, it may not be a good thing to us, but to him personally, that was that was that that was that pinnacle. That one thing that if he had, it would validate him. You know, and he got it. So, I mean, that's for him. So you got to understand that he's gonna he's gonna act the way that he does because he's done everything that he wants to do. And that's the thing. You do everything that you want to do, and what do you do? You put on a clothing line that looks like homeless people clothes. Yeah. Right? Like, am I wrong on that? Uh, I mean, that's what he did. That's not what I would do, but... But I'm saying that's what he did. Like, you have that freedom to do whatever you want. Like, you can really test your boundaries and limitations. You know, I don't even know if he's trolling on us by wearing that Make America Great Again hat, you know? Uh, like, he sure didn't like George Bush, didn't like Trump, whatever, you know, your political views are. Like, it doesn't really matter. My my point is that, you know, I almost feel like the guy is just trolling us because he, he can. He can get away with it because he's done everything, you know? But that's, and, that's the, the problem is that if he is trolling... That makes him a liability, not an asset, to to the culture and specifically to Black America that follows and loves him so much. It makes him a liability, and and his actions with all that make America great again shit. It emboldens those MAGA people, the ones that support that nonsense. So, to me, that makes him trash because he's smart enough to know that. He's smart enough to understand the consequences of his actions like that. Well, I honestly think he got to a point where people are just trashing him all the time that he doesn't really have any loyalty. You know, he's going to do what he wants to do. Yeah, I don't... don't I don't know why he wouldn't have loyalty towards black people who have propped him up to be who he is. I don't I don't get that. I mean, I of course, there's people that's not always going to like everything that you do and they are going to criticize, you know, certain aspects of who you are and and everything. But black people made Kanye. And black people made white people like Kanye. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't see why he would basically point up, you know, put a bullseye on us by telling these people I'm riding with y'all when they're on some different type of stuff. And I don't think he has to do anything with um, political, you know, I, 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 I don't dislike Kanye because he's a black Republican. That's fine. I've had I do have some liberal views and some Republican views on things. Um, I don't think you know we should crucify him for that but I don't agree with the the MAGA stuff because we know what that means. We know what that represents. That's the new 2018-2019 version of, you know, the KKK and all that stuff. That's what I believe. And 
And that is dangerous. That's dangerous to align yourself with, you know, those type of people on top of, you know, the slavery was a choice. Just saying ignorant, uninformed shit that he says all the time and, and just spewing all this nonsense. You know, that's that's why I think he's trash. Every one of these things that he's that he's done recently to just embarrass himself and the community. I think for each one step he's made over here, he's knocking out, you know, three, four, five good things that he's done in the past that that I remember and love and, and have all that nostalgia for, you know. I love the early Kanye stuff. Um, it's hard for me now to hear it on a playlist and skip it. But I skip it because I can't really fuck with him like that. Because he's just a weirdo. Yeah, I hate valid points. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not arguing, I'm not arguing hate you saying, you know, like, that's what I, like, that's the thing, like, I'm at a point where, I'm at a point where I pretty much gave up on him. Um, you know, and that's the thing, like, I, I'm the kind of person that I have to, um, I have to, uh, you know, separate people's uh, artistic representations from their, um, you know, who they are person. in real life. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm able to separate that because I'm not going and watching interviews with him. I can't stand interviews with him, first off. But I can listen to his music because, like, to me, like when he recorded that, like the, the state of mind that he's in when he's recording it. Uh-huh. He's he's doing something that I like. Like it makes you know, it's good music. It's what I like to listen to. It, it, I'm not, you know, it's like you you've taken this three minute, twenty three second clip of sanity from him, pretty much. Uh-huh. And you know, so that's why I can still listen to his music. But I can't, I can't, you know. And like honestly, after Dark Twisted Fantasy, I can't really listen to stuff too much like I don't really I don't know I feel like he got his dream girl he got his family he's happy and it's like it sounds selfish but I like unhappy Kanye I like the Kanye that's <laughs> you know I like the Kanye that's um, you know he, he just he's going through something uh, you know um, and, that, and he lets it out in his music like it just sounds but I don't know, like, he just, otherwise, when he's just having a good time and enjoying his life, man, like, that's not fun to me. Like, I don't know, just, sometimes there's, a, like, those um, authors where you can kind of, when you read their, their books, you, you can you can kind of feel their pain and anguish, and that just heightens the, the experience of reading, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't know, just what art imitates life or whatever. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. So, but aside from that, man, like, I, I honestly can't say that I really care too much about him or anything he's done since. Um, I think that if he, you know, ended up getting divorced or whatever, I think that, you know, we kind of see a return to his, you know, his artistic genius. But, man. Well, I don't want to wish that. He's unhappy. I just, of course, I, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I would just, 
if I had a choice of what Kanye I would want, I would want to hear from the Kanye who hadn't discovered that, you know, he was truly as talented as he is. You know, um, there's a point where you don't know how good you are, then you do know how good you are, and then... For him, he took it a step further and believed he was the god of all because of his creativity musically. And, you know, if we could just rein that in and take it, you know, back to just realizing how good you are, then I think I could realign with his views where he's not so narcissistic. Um... But at this point, he's just so narcissistic. He, I feel like he really, truly believes he can say any dumb thing that he wants to say and feels like there should be no consequence. And, um, yeah, I just can't align myself with that. The, the thing that, the thing that you got to remember with him right now, he's playing life with a game genie or a game shark. Right, he's got all the cheat codes. You ever play a game where you got all the cheat codes, Invincible, whatever? Yeah. You just run through stuff. You don't take it seriously anymore. You just run through. You play around. You do stuff that normally would be dangerous, and you you know you couldn't get away with it. But he he's doing that. Like he's doing whatever he wants. That's um, point. I don't know. And so it's just one of those things where it's like you wish that someone would kind of come back on Earth. Um, but, you know, that's the great thing is that you have the ability to turn off YouTube and not subscribe to this, you know, thing on Facebook that pushes out stories about him all the time. Like, we have the ability to, you know, block that out and focus on positive things that, you know, kind of make us feel a little bit more sane after watching all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And so, it's like, I'll, I will continue to listen to my, you know, one of my favorite albums from him, and, you know, I just separate out, you know? Because um, to me, like, I almost, I almost don't even think about it like it's the same person. Hmm. You know? I wish I could just do that. Because you, you said that you could separate the art. I'm somebody I can't. Like, um, I just can't do it. it. If I hear your voice, that means I'm subscribing to your point of view and I'm willing to absorb that. And even if I go back and listen to the older stuff where his views were uh, very different, it still makes some of the things he's saying now ring in my ear so it just it just doesn't sound the same anymore it sounds either false or or i don't know just it doesn't sound authentic so i can't really enjoy it the way i used to yeah it, it has a new meaning to it um you know it's like once somebody has once somebody has lied to you you're always going to question them and, and doubt them and sometimes when you want to listen to some music and it's somebody that's like saying some real stuff like 
you want that genuine feeling that what they're saying is legit and they're not just, you know, making stuff up. Right. And, you know, and so once that, once, once like the reality paints that, then it's kind of like, oh man, I, I just, I can't do it. And, um, I don't know. Like the only time that's ever happened to me is, uh, do you ever, do you ever hear a song and you're like, man, that song's pretty good. And you keep hearing it and hearing it. And then you visualize what the, what the artist looks like. And you think you know what the artist looks like because of their voice. Uh-huh. And, then you, and then you see a picture of them and you're like, what? I can't, I can't listen to the song the same way ever again. <laughs> you know that Rick, that Rick Lowe song? Uh, hold on, which Rick, song? Rick Ashley, uh, Never Gonna Give You Up, the Rick Lowe song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, well, Skip that's Rick. different because that song was super trash anyway. It's super trash, but it's catchy. Yeah. And that's the thing. You you hear it and you're thinking like, you know, I, I would think maybe you would sing that song, right? And then I look and I'm like, who is this? You think I would sing that song? I would think that the guy who sings that song would look like you. I don't know why the... <laughs> I don't he's know why that, you would think that, that. I don't know. Hey, he's got a chocolate voice. He's got that deep chocolate voice. And you see him, and you're like, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm gonna let you have that, but just know that I don't agree. But okay, we gonna. <laughs> I'm just saying that chocolate voice. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, there's darn stuff like that though, where I found out um, some songs that I thought were sung by black people that were actually performed by white people. There's a whole like video on that stuff and it's it's shocking the first time you watch it you just realize oh shit yeah that's a white dude that sings that song that song and the boom boom like down it. yeah that song is like it. yeah that's a white dude yeah. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i was tripping off of that um yeah but let's let's stop talking about kanye man i'm done with that dude i'm done we are getting like 20 minutes I'm done with that. Um, uh, did you have a uh, another topic you want to talk about? Or? Dude, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah. Uh, cancer, right? Stage four pancreatic cancer. Yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> that is wild. That's, that makes me wonder, like, <clears throat> how long he's known about that. Because he's, he's a rich dude. And I'm sure... He goes to the doctor and gets checkups. Like, how did how did that just drop on us like that? Has he, you know, been working on it, or did it just creep up on him and he just just found out now? So, dude, I don't know. That's weird. You strike you strike a match, light a lighter, you touch it on a piece of paper. And look how fast it goes from, like, a nice, healthy piece of paper to just ashes. Yeah. Like, cancer, man, I've seen, you know, I'm not, like, a you know medical expert or anything like that, but I've had family members with cancer and all that stuff. Like, dude, that stuff just, you can't really predict it. Like, you can just, you can be fine one checkup and then you go in and it's like, boom, there it is. 
Yeah, and he's he already announced that he was retiring this year or something, right? Huh. All I know is that he said that he's going to keep hosting the show while he's going through his treatments. Yeah, I thought I read somewhere that he was going to retire this year, and I, I was wondering if that has anything to do with this or if he was already planning on doing that. Very well could be. I mean... But at the same time, you know, it could be like after he announces that he's retiring, he's going to just stay at home and be with his family, that this is the kind of stuff that happens, you know. And it goes to show that it doesn't matter if you're rich or you're poor, like this can happen, you know. And I just look forward to, I just look forward to the future when if someone gets cancer, then like, boom, you get a shot and it's gone. Yeah. You know. Like, that's going to be cool. But until then, it's like, this is the kind of stuff that, you know, maybe that's going to spark what needs to be, you know, what needs to occur to get that research or whatever it is, you know. Here's a good question about that. Do you think that they already have the cure for cancer? I was going to ask you the same thing. Yes, I do. I am somebody that I believe in some conspiracy theories i don't get too crazy wild out there but there are some conspiracy theories that i subscribe to um like the cure for cancer and just recently the cure for aids and hiv that have been all over the news lately like there's like three people that they have cured of hiv within this last week i think they've had Go ahead. The bone marrow, the bone marrow transplant of the of the person that's resistant to HIV, they got the bone marrow transplant and that uh, put them into like a long term remission or something like that. Is what I was reading. See, I, I'm I'm sure they've known about this for a long time, and like I was saying at work with some of the guys there, we we're talking about it. You know, it it makes sense that they wouldn't cure people because there's not enough money in it there's more money in selling people pills and shots and all these other things um while they're sick you know there's more money while people are sick rather than when they're healthy so i believe that hiv cancer all this shit they got cures for it just sitting on the shelf and they just slowly waiting to roll this stuff out. What about, um, have you thought about um, population control? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They want us to die so more people can be born. They don't want... I, I think I heard by 2030 if the the planet goes as it is there's gonna be like something like ten billion people? Um, yeah, ten billion by twenty thirty. That's only eleven years from now. Well, I just want to know if we're gonna have that many people. Can they please put some cell phone towers in Montana? Uh, <laughs> just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, with all these people, with all these people, why do we not have cell phone towers everywhere? Like everywhere. Right, um, right. And also, segue, cell phone 
you know, radio waves and all that stuff, do you think that that has to do with cancer popping up all over the place? Do you think, do you uh, think cancer, do you think cancer is like more rampant now than before or do you know that number or what? No. And my thinking on that, again, goes back to my conspiracy theory, um, is I'm someone that subscribes to the thought that cancer is just a a natural thing that's already built inside of us and it just um it waits on environmental factors to trigger and 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 just activate itself and then um you know for some people you don't have the right combination of triggers to activate the cancer so you live a fairly healthy life. And there are other people, you know, it's going to be more of a 50-50 depending on how you live your life, where, you know, mostly the food that you eat. And, you know, a lot of times that stuff's going to spark it up and, and it's just going to catch like fire. And somebody that never smoked a day in their life can get lung cancer. That's that's a fact. So I just think it's already something that's built into us. It's not necessarily oh um, radio waves or you smoking a lot of cigarettes or you know drinking and all that stuff. It could ju- it's just life. It's just a part of how we are. In my opinion, well, again, I'm not a well, doctor. Well, I mean, yeah, there's people that have a history of cancer in their family are more susceptible to it so I mean that would make sense um why okay so you know the Asarco tower that plant in Tacoma that got torn down yeah okay why did both of my dogs die of cancer within like four months of each other do you think that stuff might have been in the soil that they're out there digging around in going to the bathroom outside it's a strong possibility. That's an environmental thing. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's just, yeah. It's, you know, it's it's possible. That I don't know. Maybe that's something we can look into. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's just a coincidence that that, you know, it yeah. could be, like, food, it could be soil, whatever, you know. But yeah, so anyways, I mean, my whole thing is like, yeah, cancer, man, that's one of those things that's just, you know, I'm always going to wonder, you know, I mean, it's like, why why is it that of all the people that have, you know, cancer, like, you never get, you never get, like, the president gets cancer kind of thing, you know? Mm. Like, while he's serving. Why, why does that not happen, you know? What did, uh... Uh, it wasn't. He wasn't our president, but what did uh Winston Churchill get? Didn't he die of cancer or something? Oh, I don't remember. Whatever that test was, I missed that answer. <laughs> oh no, I I think I'm making that up anyway. So no, he probably had something. But yeah, no, it's just it kind of makes you makes you think. You know. Yeah, there's definitely uh the president definitely gets a shot. 
that the aliens gave him where he he won't get cancer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get off this cancer thing. I got something to bring up. Uh, have you heard of uh, about Xbox releasing a new console or at least presenting a new version of a console at E3 coming up? Boring. You said boring? Boring. Boring. Okay, uh, I beg to differ. I think uh, consoles are the multimedia um, platform that we need. You know, it's replaced the VCR, DVD, Blu-ray player. Uh, So it's kind of that and a cable box with the fact that you can put your apps on it like your Netflix and Hulu and Amazons and all that stuff. Uh, so I I think a new version of a console is is a good thing. Plus you can play your games on it. Um, so so you have all that stuff right now on your Xbox, right? You have all the apps and all the cable box and all that. Is what you're saying? Yeah. So why do you need a new console? Well, you. Well, don't I, say the G word. Don't I, say the G word. No, I technically don't need a new one. Well, actually, I do because mine's pretty old. I got like the first generation Xbox One, so I do. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I kind of need a new one. It's kind of on its last leg. Uh, matter of fact, the Blu-ray player doesn't even work anymore. But <clears throat> uh, you know, there are some people that would like one and you know it would benefit them to have that uh if you want to go you know off the grid a little bit and, and get out get out of the rat race to the cable company i think that's dope to get the xbox and then just go with your apps like your netflixes and hulus and all that stuff and be more self-contained um without having to rely on Comcast or whoever your cable provider is. So, a new version that's faster, quieter, can hold more storage and all that stuff. I think, why not? And it's a, it's about time too, man. But that's the thing, though. That faster, quieter thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not that's not impressive because they're already they're already fast, you know. They're already pretty quiet. I mean, they make a lot of noise uh, sometimes when the fan gets going. But you know, I usually keep mine clean, and I don't have a lot of noise issues. Um, and the storage, you can get an eight terabyte and plug that thing into the USB port. You know, like you're solid there. I guess what I'm getting at with this about the whole console thing, mm-hmm. why is it boring? is it's like um, it's kind of like so I, I obviously have a PC gaming PC and I know that we set you up with a system um, I, am, and I, I am not set up for gaming my system well, will you, crash immediately we just pop a video card in and you're good to go but what I'm getting at with that is I would like to see because I already know what's going to happen well I think I know anyways 
they're just going to put out another console with these baked-in specs that you are impressed with for a year, and then the S version comes out the next year, and then the X version comes out the year after that, and then before you know it, you're just like, man, mine is on my last leg because it doesn't have 8K, 240 frames per second, you know, HDR. Like, there are these things that they just keep releasing afterwards, and then it's like, you have this $500 console that you can't do anything with other than play it as it is. You can add storage to it, but that's it. So I guess what I'm getting at with that is whatever they do, it's not going to impress me unless they release a console that has um, uh, upgrades that you can do, hardware upgrades that you can do, spec increases. You can add more uh, RAM. You can... um, you know, you can get a, a faster video card in that thing if you want. But it's still, you know, a, a, a console. So it still has that platform where it's a small form factor and it fits right in your living room with your family. Like, it's easy to do, uh, boots up quickly. But it just has that uh, customizer. Uh, you, you can just, you can, you can sit there and add stuff to it instead of have to be stuck with something, you know, for, in my case, uh, five years now, I'm stuck with the same one, same with you. Mm-hmm. So, it's so, like, if they don't do, if they don't do that, then it's not really going to be impressive, because, okay. you know. I get that, because you're, you're a PC gamer. I, on the other hand, am not. I prefer console over PC, even though I I do recognize that PC is a little bit better. I'm just not mentally wired to play PC. I you know prefer uh, console. It's just just more geared towards the way I think. Um, but there are some things about it that are at least maybe not the console itself, but what. Xbox itself is doing that that interests me in it also like um, they're already talking about doing away with the disk drive so from I guess this point on it's going to be everything's going to be strictly digital um, and I think they're even offering to to um, take people's hard disks and trade them in and you'll get the digital equivalent uh, sent to your Xbox, so that way you you still have all your games, but you don't have to worry about the the hard disk copy. So I think that's cool. Um, what else? Oh, they're doing a uh, a cloud service with it also. Um, that's kind of like uh, Steam or something, you know, to that effect, uh, which would make the cross platform thing be better I guess um, so I think there's some benefits to it man you know I'm all about my games so do you like do you ever go to GameStop I haven't been to GameStop in a long time it's, it's one of the biggest rip offs 
ever. I think besides mechanics and dentists, GameStop is up there for the biggest ripoff out of any other type of profession or company. Well, maybe for the trade-ins, but I'm saying, like, if you're going to go out and you want to, like, you know, you want to go out and get a new game, are you really going to fork over the 60 bucks for a brand new game? Or are you going to try the used version for twenty three ninety nine? I'm telling you right now, I don't buy games anymore. I just don't. Unless there's a game that I really, really love and have to have, I don't buy games anymore. I play all the free ones that I get off my monthly uh, downloads through uh, Xbox Live, and I'm completely content. Because, let's, let's be real, video games nowadays, they have a three-month shelf life before they get old and stale and most of those games I don't even play anymore the games I play now are games that they make one game and then they constantly update and upgrade it over the years you know over the months every few months they'll do a big update and they'll drop some content those are the type of games I like now I don't just go and buy a game because I want to beat the such and such for $60 is is not worth it. So are you a Madden or a 2K guy? Absolutely not. I've never really gotten into those games very much. But I can see why a lot of people do like them. Uh, I actually, yeah. yeah. See, um, I gotta say, like right now, my thing is I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of my Nintendo Switch. I want to get one, man. Get one. It's awesome. Um, I really want to get know, one. It's uh, like I'm really enjoying it. It's um, you know, it's a, obviously it's a handheld, but you can just walk up and put it in the dock, and it goes straight to your TV. And mine, when you turn on the controller. It turns on the switch, and then the switch automatically turns my TV on and changes it to the input that the switch is plugged into. Nice. That's I love that. Like, just uh, so, and you know, you can just get they got like a GameCube controller for it for Smash Bros. And you can just get so many Joy Cons, and uh, I mean, it, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, I'm really enjoying it, and. Now, if they were going to do an update for a console, I would be not very bored at all of a Switch upgrade. Because that thing only puts out like 720p in handheld mode, and I'd love to see like Dock mode put out like a 4K display. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think they'll probably ever do that, though. They'll probably only do like a 1080 max. Well, they already have that for dock mode. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. 4K on that thing is... That would make it too valuable. And it could break very easily and people would be pissed. No, that's that's not... That's not that at all. It's got USB-C output and then the dock to the TV. It's already doing uh, HDMI. Like, there's no... There's no anything to it. They just gotta have the the you know, the hardware in there to make it happen, but 
at the same time, Nintendo has not ever really been known for, aside from the Nintendo 64, um, like, once they started getting into, like, the next generation consoles, Nintendo really backed off on the graphical content. Like, they didn't want, they didn't want to put out these, like, games with these, like, gorgeous graphics and the most realistic stuff, you know? Yeah. They left that, they, they tend to... They're cartoony. Yeah, they're, you know, they're, they're a fun, childlike presentation. It's supposed to be fun. It's not all about that. Yeah. So, I don't really need the 4K, like, you know, but it, it is kind of cool. It's a little bit, 4K is just, you know, that, that little bit crisper look. Maybe it's the refresh rate. I don't know. But then that's a whole other, you know, oh, can you actually see 4K? Oh, well, I mean, if you get really, really, really close to the TV, you can kind of not see the dots as much. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways, um, Nintendo Switch, gotta get one. Like, those things are awesome. So, see if she let me buy one. Probably, hey, see, no. see if she let me buy one for my birthday. That's cool. Um, what else you got, man? What else you got? Um, let's see. You are paying any attention to the uh, NFL free agency and all that? Fuck no. <laughs> you, you, you got away from the NFL? I am done. You know. I just, I've taken up a stance that, you know, sports is just not for me anymore, man. And it's crazy that I, you know, I'm even saying that out loud, considering at one point I wanted to, you know, I I had that dream of playing in the NFL and going to college and all that good stuff. Um, but sports is just not for me. I don't like the, I just don't like how these billionaires are making so much money and the players are getting so little money. Um, does it, you know, on the collegiate level, the NCAA just takes billions of dollars and don't give one red cent to any of those players it's just something that you know bothers me to my core to where I just can't I can't enjoy the game when I know that things like that are happening and it just makes me uncomfortable so I just kind of let it all go that makes sense but what about you, man? You you still rocking with the NFL thing? I mean, I enjoy I enjoy football. Um, you know, NFL. Um, there was another. There, there was another like. Uh, it wasn't the arena football league or anything like that. Uh, it was something else where they were outside. Um, that was pretty interesting for a while to watch. I forgot what it was called, but. Um, I like you know, the NFL. When the, when the XFL starts up, I want to see what that's all about, you know. But, you know, the thing is, like, I, I try to not get too uh, into it anymore, you know. Like, the year that 
the year that I decided to watch every single Seahawks game was the year that they won the Super Bowl. Mm. So that was cool because I, I actually like started watching it from preseason games. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is the year that I'm gonna watch, you know. And, you know, I still, I'll still watch the games, but man, that is not good for my health. <laughs> so, when you get so into a team and they're playing, and like it's, you know, and Seahawks games are generally really tight, real close games. Yeah. Man, that anxiety eats me up. Like, I cannot do it. I just, and I get mad. So yeah, like I gotta just show out on that. So um, I I try to look at it from the perspective like, you know, I love football in general. So um, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch. A, you know, if it's a good matchup, it's a good matchup. You know, you want to see that game. That's a fun game. But yeah, I don't really invest too much of my time into it anymore. I just feel like I'm just so busy with other stuff that you know, if I happen to you know, catch a game, then great, but I don't really make it my top priority like I used to where I try to get the day off from work so I could watch a football game, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I know that feeling, man. Oh, yeah. But, you know, maybe I'll get back there one day, but for now, like, you know. I do, so, I do miss it sometimes, though, because, you know, I, I, lo- I love the Seahawks, and, you know, I love the Patriots, too, so watching them... Well, not watching, but knowing that Tom Brady was going for, you know, beyond history, super history, six championships, and just knowing that I wasn't really rocking with the NFL like that, it made it a little tough, and it was kind of, it was a little hard, but I I just didn't watch it, you know, I just kind of woke up the next morning and, and saw the news on my phone. I still get the alerts. Um, that's about as far as I go. I, I get game day reports from the, Seah- the Seahawks and the Patriots. So I know when, you know, the scores when they come in. But that's pretty much it. I don't actually turn it on the channel. Um, but, yeah, I kind of miss it sometimes, man. It's sometimes entertaining, like entertaining, seeing like the antics of the players and stuff off the field, like you know. But I don't know. I just kind of, uh, like I said, I'll probably get back to it someday. But for now, I'm just enjoying uh, those stress-free game days where I just might check in and see what the score is. You know, still have an interest, but not really let it get to me like that anymore. Right. Well. uh well, since you're talking about football, um, we know Kaepernick got his settlement recently. But um, I just heard this story over, uh, I think it was like Sunday or something like that, uh, that Phil Knight uh, said that, you know, that whole big campaign that Nike did for uh, Colin Kaepernick that yeah. that got, all, got everybody all butt hurt and burning their yeah, little yeah. stupid Nikes. Um, yeah, so Phil Knight uh, did a interview, I think it was with the New York Times or somebody, where he said that LeBron actually approached him um, earlier last year, 
and told him that it would be a great idea for him to do that campaign with Kaepernick. So it was LeBron James that kind of put that bug in his ear that pushed him, you know, towards towards uh, supporting him like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool of LeBron to, you know, put his neck out there for him. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, like, LeBron, he's just, he's one of those people where he's, he's now an iconic basketball player, um, and he's now transcended that, you know. Um, so, I mean, he's going to be in Space Jam too. That's going to be super trash. <laughs> of course, the first one, the first one was super trash, yeah. especially when, especially when, and I haven't seen this movie since 1996 or seven. But you haven't seen it since? No, I won't. Um, oh man, I just watched that shit like uh, like a month ago. Probably because you wanted to listen to I Believe I Can Fly. No, definitely but, not. Definitely not. But, like, I haven't watched that movie, and I watched it like four times in a row. Because I actually liked it, but then I turned it in, but I never wanted to go back and watch it. Because I remember the line Oh, Black Mercy Days. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember the line in the movie where Bill Murray comes out of nowhere with his backwards hat. Maybe I could be of some assistance. Right. And I was like, ah. Uh, super cool. Uh, I don't know. And you got the monsters, just you know. But yeah, um, Space Jam. You can't expect much out of it. What you know? What, I mean, what is it? So. But it, that's the thing, you gotta enjoy it for what it is. It's not gonna have the greatest plot. It's gonna be something that's kind of like fun. You're gonna see cameos from players. Who do you think are gonna be the new monsters? Uh, probably. It's gonna be Westbrook, Durant, Steph Curry, um. Steph Curry. I don't know, man. I don't know who the other two guys are. Oh, it might be James Harden. And, um... They need to have an ugly monster, right? They need to have, uh... They need to have Anthony Davis monster with a big unibrow. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, what's the other dude from, um... Toronto? There's a dude up there in Toronto that's just ugly as fuck. It's an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of his name, but he's an ugly motherfucker. Um, yeah, one of those guys. Yeah. They have to. They didn't, have didn't to. They have, didn't they have Muggsy Bugs in the first one? Yeah. And they made that little short monster. And I was like, damn, man. They gave him on. Disrespectful, dirty. huh? All right, uh, hold on. Let me pause this right quick and, and start up a new new segment. I'll record this. Okay. All right, and we back. Had a little sex, little uh, little break right there. Um, what were we talking about? We were talking about Space Jam. Uh, monsters. Yeah, the monsters. Um, yeah, we're done with that. What What else you got, brother? Um, I got one last thing, but you can go first. What is it? Um, I want to talk about some local local news. Um, I, right. read, I read this on uh, Wednesday. 
Um, did you hear about the uh, Seattle Art Institute closing? Yep. Yeah, I, I heard about that, and, you know, that really sucks because, you know, you and I are both artists. You are a photographer, and I dabbled in, you know, drawing and music and stuff like that. So um, art is very near and dear to both of us, and um, it's just, you know, kind of frustrating when art schools and and stuff like that have to shut down um i guess they've been around for like 72 or 73 years something like that uh and it's you know it sucks there's i think there's like 600 650 students that are just gonna find themselves being dropped from the school um a lot of them right at the end of their their school year or school career um, a month or so before they're supposed to get their degrees so they're going to be kind of stuck in limbo and they may or may not be able to get the credits that they would need in order to graduate to you know do what they need to do with the rest of their lives so I think it's unfortunate and, and really messed up that this school uh is going down like that, and I guess a lot of art schools around the country are are losing funding and going down as well. So, uh, you know, we're up here in the northwest, uh, in the Seattle area, but it's probably going to be hitting a lot of places. So, you know, I you know my prayers go out to you guys that you guys can find another school to get into to finish your degrees and. And make all that money count for something, so you don't have to redo anything. But that that just really sucks, man. I wish there was something yeah. we could do for people like that. We said something about like uh, there's another campus that they can transfer to, but not everybody's going to be able to. And right. then um, they said that something about not all of uh, not everybody's credits are going to be able to to transfer to another school program or whatever. Yep. And then, um, but during something like this, um, you can, there is something to where like any of their financial student loans and all that kind of stuff, uh, that gets reimbursed or whatever, but you don't get any of the credits. Yeah, so it's wasted time. To do that. So yeah, you basically just obtain knowledge but you wasted time because it's like that piece of paper that you need that proves that you know what you know yeah you know? so yeah that ducks yeah so and I think I think a lot of like the whole the whole art school thing like there's a lot that you can learn out art school and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. I think the big thing is getting like the graphic arts any, any computer based stuff but a lot of people, you know, um, you know, painters, photographers, like a lot of them just nowadays only go to the like art schools because then you get that piece of paper that says that you know what you know, and that's it. Not necessarily because they need it to to take their game to the next level. Because some people just have their own style, 
Yeah. They haven't been to art school and they're amazing painters. You know, they don't need the art school necessarily because they have their own style and they develop. But the art school, like when you get that degree, that's the validation, you know, that a lot of people want. So. Yeah, that degree, uh, it's it's a big thing, you know, depending on what you're using it for and, and what field it is, it, it can mean a lot. It can mean a great deal, actually. But yep. Some people, like you said, you know, um, some people already know a lot of this stuff just by being at home and doing their own thing and, yep. and just learning the, the program. And so just going to school is just about getting that piece of paper so for them the it may not they have the formality of it so for them it may not mean as much but I know there they, in the story I read that there's some uh, girl from Saudi Arabia that is a student up there in Seattle and her parents spent over a hundred grand for her to come get her degree at this school and you know she's here on a visa so, when the school closes, she has to find another school within 60 days or they're going to be, ice going to be on her ass. Yep. So, when, when you talk about people like that, that's that's when it's really like, damn, you know, that really sucks that they couldn't even wait to the end of the year. They couldn't make it to the end of the year. But, yeah, I don't know, man. That's all I have for that. Yes, that's all I have, so. Alright. Well, it's a successful podcast. And uh, I don't know about the listeners, but I'm glad to have you back. Talking to myself sucks. (laughs) It makes me feel semi-crazy. But, you know, it had to be done. I, I tried to hold us down, like I said earlier. Try to keep it going, to stay in the routine of it. But I'm I'm really glad to have you back, having somebody to talk to, and uh, having other perspectives. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna keep it going, and um, we'll see you guys on the next one. All right. Peace.